I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip playing. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. They've been planning this this trip for at least two, two to three months. Uh, who cares? Yeah, I, w- I mean, I wish I had that mindset because I had, I had my Boston trip planned this week, um, and I decided not to go through with it. It seems like you have a smarter brain than that guy we just listened to. I don't think the guy we listened to had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub. In the house, so we're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I can wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder, Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here the Sphere, presented to you by No Game Day. We are here on this gorgeous Saturday inside, recording the podcast for you all. And we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk Jameis Winston. We're going to talk about obviously the coronavirus uh, and how it's affecting FSU athletics. Uh, and also, we're going to talk about a little bit of Jameis Winston, uh, free agency, basketball, a whole lot of things. This is going to be kind of just a, a fun conversation here. And we've had a week break. Feels good to be back, all three of us. Uh, Dustin left us uh, on our last podcast. He sadly couldn't join us. Uh, me and Austin were, were really distraught about it, um, but uh, we, we were able to make way and make through without him um, pretty well, honestly. Keep but anyways, for your teeth, bro. <laughs> anyways, uh, I want to. I want to. Before we jump into everything, I want to jump and give out a shout out to Storm Athaki. Uh, he rated us five stars on iTunes. We always shout out everybody that gives us a review. He says, just a great overall podcast for everyday FSU football fans. Great insight and great conversations that aren't super technical. So for a casual football fan, I can see how it is easy to understand, but I but it doesn't take away any substance from the detail that you crave from a podcast of this nature. Favorite part of the show is the intro. Stuff gets you hyped, especially since it's the off season. Keep up the good work. So definitely appreciate that long review from Storm Afiki. Appreciate that. Uh, if you want to rate us five stars, if you're listening right now, leave a review. We'll give you a shout out on the next podcast. Uh, as always, you can listen to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube. You can subscribe to be notified every time we release a new episode. And now, after all of that long introduction that I know the guys will complain about, with me today is our lead writer and editor, Dustin Lewis and our lead basketball writer, who's still sad, Austin VZ. There's <laughs> no wrong. I think you need to be sad for the rest of the entire month of March. Even like you can't, you have to continue to be sad at least till the Final Four is supposed to be over. It's, I'll be I'll be sad until August. Yeah, I'll probably be sad until about mid-April because I keep seeing John Rothstein tweets. Yeah, you need to block him. Uh, no, I can't. No? This is March. No. This is March. We sleep yeah. in May. <laughs> that is true. Are y'all, how, how, how are y'all doing personally with this coronavirus? Because uh, I'm, I'm doing all right because I'm more of a homebody anyways. I've got video games to play. There's things to do always at home on the computer. But how are y'all doing work-wise, food-wise? Food, I should be straight until about August. We didn't have grocery shopping for the entire neighborhood. Jeez. And then <laughs> I think I'm finally done working. I, I think I had my last day yesterday. We'll see come Monday. But I think I'm done working. 
Yeah, it's a spring break week for Florida State, so I'm having a pretty good week just kind of hanging out. It sucks. It sucks for the most part because I don't really have anything to watch. There's nothing There's nothing to look forward to in the evenings each day like normal. And honestly, this would have been the perfect week to have March Madness because I'm just hanging out. So overall, it's, it's pretty disappointing to be missing out on sports. Um, my work, actually, I, I have to work from home starting next week and school is obviously online so it's going to be more just sitting around here and you know the depression is going to continue to grow Jeez, very <laughs> depressing jesus no celtic basketball no florida state basketball Dude, you're, I can't, not, you're kind of useless you're kind of useless i can't He's do it useless anyways wow i am <laughs> now, now, now even more so it's brought to the spotlight so i've found out now that if there's no sports, then why am I friends with Dustin? Sports is what brought us together, but right now I feel like it's close to us breaking up. That's a weird thing to say. It was very weird. Anyway, anyways, let me jump to this. I wanted to play this video for you guys and get y'all's thoughts on it. Obviously, this is a video that's gone viral. Um, these uh, young spring breakers down in Miami having a good time uh, obviously everybody's telling you to stay away distance yourself don't go to the beach uh, but obviously uh, this was a dream come true for a lot of these kids to go down to miami uh, during a, a crisis a pandemic and, and go hang around and drink with their friends and probably go smoke some weed but here we go this is <laughs> no, here yeah, here's a good video here y'all listen to this I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just having, having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. They've been planning this this trip for at least two, two to three months. Uh, who cares? Yeah. I, w- I mean, I wish I had that mindset because I had, I had my Boston trip plan this week um and i decided not to go through with it it seems like you have a smarter brain than that guy we just listened to i don't think the guy we listened to had a brain (laughs) (laughs) well no i'm not gonna say anything else i'm not gonna say anything else speaking of not having a brain i'm pretty sure my my girlfriend's brother was down there with pike (laughs) (laughs) jeez Oh man! Well, I'm not shocked by that. Yeah, now there a lot, a lot of these uh, dingbats and idiots are down there. Hopefully, well now they're clearing out the beaches, so they're just gonna find a way. Yeah, I saw they cleaned out Bourbon Street at least for you know ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> ten minutes. And then the idiots that went to that Disney thing, like there was hundred, there's like a hundred thousand people at the Disney thing. I mean, how stupid can you? Not hundred thousand, but. How about how stupid can you get? Doesn't make any sense to me sometimes. But here we are. This is it's just going to keep increasing and everything. But well, it's just funny because all the time people are complaining about having to be at work and that they're never home. And now that you're supposed to be at home, people are like, "Well, I want to be out." <laughs> yeah. make, make up your damn mind. Yeah, exactly. Austin, do you like being out or inside? You, no, like I, I'm, I'm like you. I'm more, I'm more of a homebody. Yeah. Yeah, I can just lay in bed all day and be happy. Yeah, sure does show too. Wow. But um, <laughs> wow. Let's move. Let's move into some sports. It's, I'm sorry, Austin. I shouldn't be that mean. I shouldn't be wow. that. Wow. That was rude. That was rude. But you know what? The good <laughs> thing about it is, though, I'm pretty sure McDonald's is still drive-through right now. They are. I got some Thursday night. Did he give you a discount code? Unfortunately not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see here. Let's jump into some sports. We'll see if Austin joins in on us. He might have left. But obviously... Jeez. Oh. <laughs> All these shots you're throwing, man. <laughs> what? I'm having fun. We're all stuck at home. We're going to have to get used to this. Where'd he go? I <laughs> thought he left. He's still here. He's still here. He can take the blows. All right, so pretty much, let's jump. I'm gonna we'll do the Jameis Winston stuff after this, but let's jump straight into. Obviously, it was pretty expected, but now it's officially official. Official. Uh, the NCAA has shut down all winter and spring sports. 
everything's cleared out, guys. I mean, they still got a lot to figure out. They announced that also the winter sports are most likely not going to, or it's reported that they're most likely not going to allow uh, seniors to receive an extra year of eligibility. Uh, spring uh, players are most likely going to. I don't know if it's official yet that they will. Yeah, it's official. Official, yeah. But they're still waiting on, it's not official, official yet for winter. I don't know if they're trying to figure out like how much playing time you've had. It's so much different. It's there's The thing about it, it's not just like one sport. It's a whole wide range of different ones that you've got to figure out. I think they're just trying to figure out how many like how many hours are in. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's most likely looking like winter sports. They won't get their extra year of eligibility. And obviously, we were talking about Trent Forrest last week and uh, if there was a chance there. But it's kind of looking slimmer to none that it's not going to happen. Which is not surprising. I mean... Just in the case of men's basketball, a lot of teams are already done, and the teams that were remaining had anywhere between one and, what, seven games remaining. So it's not a surprise. I was just really holding out hope for guys like Trent Forrest and so many other great seniors around the country that they could get a couple, get one more season and leave their, leave their uh, schools with the mark they're supposed to leave. Yeah, because one big thing coming into the ACC tournament and, and the big dance that, also I know you especially were keeping track on was – the Florida State all-time steals record, and Trent Forrest was just a couple of steals away from taking that mark, and he had a chance. He had a really good chance to break it, considering Florida State was a team we were thinking had a good shot to make a deep run in the tournament. So they'd play a, a bunch of games, probably at least at least you know six to seven games minimum between the ACC tournament and, and the Big Dance. And now all of that gets taken away. And Trent Forrest, I mean, he had a great career in Garnet and Gold, and it, it just sucks to see it potentially in this way. I mean, we'll see what the final ruling is. It sucks, most certainly. We'll have to keep an eye on everything. But I think now, I mean, looking every sport is completely, except what WWE is running <laughs> Uh, their show with no fans around. I don't know how that. I'd, I feel I like think I'd UFC said they're gonna fight in empty arenas. Yeah, it's. I don't know. That's interesting. I know we were first like talking about how are games going to be played in March Madness with no fans, but obviously that got shut down real quick with it being canceled overall. So I was already wondering how that was going to go, but we never got the chance to see it. Uh, but there's now multiple NBA guys that have been announced that they've. Uh, interact or they've they're now what what they've been doing (laughs) (laughs) I got stuck with my words there Um, don't get started on this Logan because my favorite player has tested I was having an aneurysm what happened my favorite NBA player has tested positive for the coronavirus parents man Marcus Smart oh no well the, the scary thing is that a lot of these players have not been like you, they can't tell that they have it really. You know, they have like a scratchy throat and then it, it spreads. So, good Lord knows how many of the guys have it. I know what two players of the Lakers have it. Yeah, and they haven't announced two yet. You've got two with the Lakers, you've got Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert at the Jazz, Christian Wood with the Pistons, Marcus Smart with the, with the Celtics. Yeah, Kevin Durant and three others with the Nets. And, all this is, and the crazy thing that, like you said, a lot of these guys are asymptomatic, which is scary. Yeah, no, that's the scary part about it. And one thing, Sean Payton, yeah, NFL side of things, yeah, first NFL guy to test positive. Yep, Saints head coach, uh, which and he he even at his age he doesn't have a lot of the symptoms too. So it's very it's a scary thing, and obviously that's why they're trying to enforce and be very strict. It's about to get really strict here in the next couple of days, um, quarantine wise, because you just don't know when you you really don't know when you're spreading it which is so, I don't know, it's alarming. It's not good. So um, obviously we'll keep an eye on what the NCAA is going to do uh, for the winter if there will be eligibility. But right now it's not looking good for, for seniors. Yeah, uh, and even the NBA, I, I believe they said it's not expected to start back until like mid-June, July. So it's it's going to be weird for sports, especially if the NBA starts back and then it's continuing to play – 
while uh, the NFL and, and college football get going, if the you know the virus doesn't mess up that timeline as well. So, yeah, just it just gets stranger as we move forward. Yeah, and and speaking of that too, going on the FSU football side of things, and definitely Southeast man, if college football is even just postponed like a month or two, people are gonna lose their freaking minds. I mean, football is a different animal in this country. I know you got the NBA, but football here is just something uh, that you don't find anywhere else in the world, and definitely Southeast wise, and college football just hits you differently and people people are going to go crazy and just guys people have got to be smart and, and stay inside you know we might not be able to see uh james blackman in atlanta in the mercedes-benz hmm. stadium i think there's some people that don't want to see it anyways <laughs> there might be some people which leads me to a great i kind of rolled that into a great conversation here real quick what would this do now if Obviously, the spring is officially canceled. Uh, the SEC, I think LSU said they're still going to run practices. I don't know what – I don't understand a lot of that. I think it all depends on your conference. I'm sure it's an ongoing thing. but There's no way they'll allow and they, that. I, yeah, I don't know how. I have no clue how they're going to pull that off. I'm, I'm, maybe it's been turned off. I just saw it probably about two or three days ago that they're going to try to do that. But – Obviously, I don't think it's going to go in the favor of Florida State to do that. So, Chubba Purdy gets to come in and compete right away. Tate Roadmaker only had a few practices uh, as a true freshman coming in. Obviously, James Blackman is the most experienced. you got still got Jordan Travis there. But what do you think, Dustin, this does for Purdy? Do you think he gets a chance to really have that extra time of practice that, you know, he wasn't going to get? He kind of can catch up with Roadmaker, obviously, and really push against Blackman and Travis. I would say it definitely helps because now those three quarterbacks you just mentioned, they, they miss the rest of spring practice. They miss the spring game. They don't get that, that mental edge when it comes to the installation of the offense, which Mike Norvell and Kenny, Kenny Dillingham were already beginning to do. They were starting to implement that new offensive scheme that Florida State's going to run in the fall. So now they'll miss those live practices of, of getting to take those reps each day day in day out i believe the the facilities are closed so i'm not even sure if they can go in and still study and stuff like that not to mention workouts i'm not sure if they can still go in and work out so really yeah i mean the the edge that we were talking about these quarterbacks would get in spring practice to get a jump on this scheme you're you're not really going to get much of that out of the what was it three or four practices that florida state was actually able to have but the only issue is if this virus does go as long as they're projecting it to into June and July. You're going to miss a lot of summer practices too. Yep. So that, so even with Purdy coming in, he's still going to be behind even further because they're not going to be able to be practicing or on campus or any of this. There, there's still so much up in the air right now in terms of when guys can come on campus for the summer. Yeah, that's a good point because usually June, July is when the, the quarterbacks and the players themselves set up like, seven on sevens and things like that. I mean, Purdy would probably typically be coming in around June or, or June or so late May for that summer semester at Florida state. So we'll just have to see the timeline of the virus and if he can actually still enroll at, at that timeline. I mean, like Austin said, it's all up in the air. We don't really know the impact this virus is going to still have in three months. Yeah, exactly. And shoot, as me and Dustin are still in classes, everything's shut down completely. I mean, we're expected we won't. Well, I mean, for the rest of the semester, it's going to be all online. We won't see campus. Uh, yeah, I don't until maybe maybe fall. You know, do what? I don't even have graduation or anything. I know. Well, where are you parents... really going to? Where are you really going to? What? Well, <laughs> that's the thing. My, my, my parents were like, "Well, this is the semester you finally decide to graduate, and you won't have graduation." Like my dad was kind of roasting me, and I was like, "Well, I can go ahead and delay it to the summer if you want." <laughs> <laughs> what's one more? Yeah, what's one more delay going to really hurt? <laughs> Already delayed it enough. No, but yeah, we're we're still expecting like exams will be all online you can't even go to a testing center the florida state campus is completely shut down yep um so we'll be taking our exams completely online i mean it's just something that 
nobody has seen before. So it, it's just it's hard to really. The main thing is what we want to do is just at least still talk football and. Uh, I think it'll be still a, a great quarterback battle. I think it'll be a good one that I think will push Blackman. I know he's got the experience, but I think it will. Yeah, two young guys that are are going to come in hungry. Obviously, the two guys are going to come in and compete with each other alone. Two freshmen, uh, but they they want they these guys. A lot of freshmen are able to come in and play right away, and, and they're going to try to prove their points. So, <clears throat> and Jordan Travis, we got to figure out where he can be put because right now I don't know if he's uh, even in that top two uh to take that starting job i'd like to see him utilized somewhere else but we'll see once uh, norvell and, and dillingham get into a little bit more practice hopefully in late summer yep and he's a guy that we've said you just have to wait and see on i mean we've got to see the progression with his arm if he can make the throws to be a quarterback in mike norvell's offense and i think over the first couple days of spring which granted weren't very much um I think there were only two two full pad practices, maybe even one. And I believe it's just one, yeah. Yeah. And in that in that short time where we got to see the quarterbacks a little bit, Travis was definitely behind Blackman and even Rodemaker, I would say. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot also. Um, we talked about it, Austin and Richie on the last podcast about whenever you put on pad <clears throat> whenever you put on pads uh, it's a little bit different too. We were talking about McRae, which I'm really excited about, uh, and you know guys just want to get out there and start hitting. But whenever you're like a quarterback too, and you start putting on pads, the, the throwing's not as easy whenever you don't have it on. Whenever you just have a jersey on or a t-shirt, um, your throwing changes just a little bit. Uh, so it, it's going to be. I, I think Jordan Travis is a great runner. I think he has great vision, and I'd like to see him utilize in an offense in that offense. Uh, and I, I think a lot of the players talking about Wyatt Rector going from quarterback to tight, like kind of like that hybrid tight end, uh, H back type deal. Uh, what they, what they call him? What they move him to? H back, correct? I think so. <laughs> it was uh, it had, uh, he had a certain name for him. I think that's what it was. Maybe uh, if not, roast me on Twitter. But obviously, the the players are kind of trusting so far what Norwell has at practice and and taking the move. If there's a position change, and they will. We have Carlos Becker. Asante talked about him. Asante Samuel Jr., who's your starting corner for this next season, said he really liked what Becker brings down there at corner. Uh, and obviously Adam Fuller's making some changes, which he thinks are going to be best at. Let's jump into some NFL free agency. Why not, right? Todd Gurley's going to the Falcons. Uh, the the interesting – what's the most interesting one so far for free agency for you guys? All right, are you really asking that question? <sighs> No, I don't feel like there's been a lot of news lately on it. Oh. Personally, I think Marcus Mariota to the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Fisher was on here, I know he'd be pretty happy with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dustin? I'm trying to think of a really crappy signing to tell you guys about tom brady to the bout uh that is that is a crappy signing so <laughs> why is it crappy uh why is it not well first let me deandre hopkins goes to the cardinals i'm just putting that out there texans are i don't that know is an awful trade <laughs> don't get any stupider than that um but yeah let's jump into the bucks situation obviously um What's what's going on? Jameis Winston is now going to be let go out of Tampa Bay. He actually put out a post this morning saying it's been a great five seasons as a Buccaneer. All love and respect. I love Tampa and I look forward to seeing y'all again in February. Super Bowl 2020 vision. Hashtag dream forever. So he is officially putting out there that he will not be in Tampa I don't think he was expected to be a backup behind Tom Brady anyways. But your, your initial thoughts here, Dustin, since you are a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan for life. 
I'm I'm a Jameis Winston fan for life, not a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, bitches. But um, I it's disappointing. I mean, Jameis spent the first five years of his NFL career in Tampa. Obviously, there were some highs, there were some lows, particularly this year and last year when he was struggling to get that starting spot alongside uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's disappointing to see it in this way. Obviously, for the Buccaneers, I mean, they're they're enthralled by the idea of having Tom Brady and Bruce Arians together for for whatever reason. I don't see any way that partnership is going to yield a lot of success for Tampa unless they significantly upgrade their offensive line and running game. I mean, they've got arguably the two worst tackles in the league. <laughs> it's not much better on the interior. They they don't have any talented running backs. I mean, Peyton Bar Peyton Barber and and Ronald Jones would be probably those names just kind of just come to you right away, don't they? <laughs> unfortunately, but they would be at least the number three back on you know any playoff team in the NFL. I mean, these aren't guys that should be starters by any chance. So you've got a weak running game. You've got a terrible offensive line, and you had a defense that finally played good for eight or nine games for the first time in Jameis Winston's five years in Tampa. And, you know, he had a bad season as well. I mean, he threw all those picks, but I don't know. You can't put the blame of what happened in Tampa on his shoulders completely. And I think Tom Brady going into that situation, it's it's not going to fix everything. There's a lot of moves that are going to have to be made to to make it a good fit for Brady. I mean, he's not a guy that's mobile in the pocket mm. like Jameis is. Jameis was able to dodge a lot of those sacks. I mean, Brady's at risk to get sacked 40 times next season at this point in time. By week eight. I mean, that offensive line's one of the three worst in the league, arguably. Yeah, hideous. And I tweeted about it right when it was going to be official that he was going to go to Tampa. I was like, there, there's just no way behind that offensive line that he just doesn't get derailed and his, his retirement comes earlier than expected. But he always, Tom Brady is just so perfect though. He'll <laughs> let you know that he never, he never gets hurt. You're, the crazy thing you're to good me, luck. Welcome to Tampa Bay. The and, crazy thing to me was he signed a two year deal with Tampa. And then there's, there's language in the contract that says the Buccaneers can't, franchise tag him after his second season in Tampa, which kind of sounds like to me, Tom Brady is still leaving a, an in in his contract for him to continue playing after two more years in Tampa Bay. So, I mean, this guy's invincible. He is a Superman. Awesome. What are your thoughts on this coming from a Vikings fan who you got to take away Dalvin cook that the Bucks should have drafted in the first round? Well, the Vikings have done absolutely nothing in free agency besides get rid of everybody. So, uh, the Viking side of things isn't too well. But when it comes to Brady, it's like he's a 43-year-old quarterback. Like Dustin mentioned, he's not mobile at all. He ran, what, a 503 when he was 21? He's 43 now? <laughs> he's he's not mobile. There's The weapons are good if they could catch, but they've got hands made of stone. They're like George Campbell's out there. <laughs> I just, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, I just I don't see them doing that much better. Like, are they unless they draft no. four new offensive linemen? Austin, no, they have OJ Howard. They have OJ Howard. You're missing my, out on OJ Howard. Come OJ on. Coward. My Who? Point. Coward. OJ Coward. <laughs> okay, my you point. took that one from me, Dustin, earlier. I did, but it was worth it. <laughs> Ronald Jones doesn't just. He's not a household name to you guys like he is to me. I don't think he'd be on 31 other teams' rosters. <laughs> I mean, they've, got, they've got some decent receivers. I mean, you've got Mike Evans. You've got Chris Godwin. Who yeah, are but they can't catch. They've got two of the worst drop rates in the league. I do, I do agree with that. They drop a lot of passes. but Cameron they're, Bray? They're solid, they're solid developing guys that look like they could be stars in the NFL. Mike Evans already is is a little bit of a star, if that's kind of what you want to call him. And I've also, I don't know if it's true, but there's been some whispers that Brady wants to bring Antonio Brown with him to Tampa Bay. I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> I don't think Antonio Brown can play right now. So <laughs> He's got about 16 investigations on him, but 
You know what? It's pretty funny to me if that were to happen. I don't know what it is about Tom Brady and their love for each other and Antonio Brown. I really don't know. I obviously am a Steelers fan, so I've been through it all. Ups and downs, more ups than anything. It's been terrible the last year and a half. But Antonio Brown is just a different kind of talent. No joke, but his mental stability. It feels like he will have a week. I think he's like bipolar. He'll have a good week, you know, kind of saying sorry and all that kind of stuff, and then he'll flip on you the next week and tell you to screw off. Yeah. Shut, shut I think the is perfect. It did something to him. He might have. A couple of the hits. Yeah, but Devonta's perfect one in particular. That's what I mean, though. There was more than one. Bur- uh, whenever the one where he was knocked unconscious. <laughs> yeah, didn't that happen more than once, though? I don't think so. There was another <laughs> shot. He did take another shot uh, in another game. And they just took one in the weight room about... Two weeks ago. Cincinnati <laughs> did Pittsburgh Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say that again? Those Pittsburgh-Cincinnati games ended a lot of careers. Yeah, no. That one where it was raining and it was just a complete shit show a couple years ago. That was just one for the day. You could put that in it. I think it was put into a movie. <laughs> it was incredible. But, yeah, I don't know. The Bucks. I've always given them crap. I said loser blood organization. Um, now I think they're going to try to put an offensive line. I mean, they have, they have, they have to, I mean, they have to put an offensive line around Tom Brady or it's just not going to last more than uh, a second back there for him to throw a football. And you miss out obviously on Dalvin cook, who is a weapon uh, in so many positions. You can use him everywhere obviously it's showing he was one of the best running backs last year in the league and then you also miss out on one of the best up-and-coming defensive back obviously we didn't get to see much of derwin james last year uh but obviously his rookie year it shows that he is going to be a force to be reckoned with uh for the next decade in my opinion uh he's a different type of animal but you miss out on those two and it's not just because a lot of fsu fans are also bucks fans i'm not a bucks fan I root for Jameis Winston. Uh, my dad is a Bucks fan, so I obviously uh, root for him. But, you know, you also got to be understandable that you're not stupid whenever you got to see them in person. Dalvin Cook was the best running back uh, at Florida State. Uh, and you kind of, the Bucks just kind of let that slip through. And you draft, who they draft? Was it Vita Vey? Or was that OJ Howard? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, Vita Vey was Derwin, and then OJ was OJ Howard, yeah. Dalvin. Yeah. Great um, picks, guys. <laughs> really, really doing a great job for them. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the Bucks organization is just such a total joke, and I feel bad for Tampa Bay Bucks fans. But I think once Jameis finds a home, where do you guys think? Real quick, where do you guys think he's going to land? I honestly, I don't think Steelers have the money if they did be a possibility i think mike tomlin actually uh, likes Jameis winston he came here and visited uh, tallahassee and definitely for Jameis winston's pro day and watched him and chatted with them multiple times but what do you guys think he's gonna go i i would love to see him as a backup for the for the steelers um be behind big ben for a couple of years behind that offensive line one of the best and the and the in the league along with the weapons all over him and a good defense he, he would actually have a chance to really get to a Super Bowl. But where do you guys think he could go? I would have said Indianapolis before free agency, but they signed Phillip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New England needs a quarterback, but I just don't see him matching with Belichick. The Chargers need a quarterback, but apparently they're staying with Tyrod Taylor, which, okay. <laughs> um, after that, it's kind of dire out there. He may he may have to go back up for a year, and then beat the guy out who's already there, which he absolutely can do. Yeah, it's just tough. I mean, all the spots are pretty much filled or have the guys that they want for for 2020. I would be interested to see if maybe Jacksonville would would take a shot on Jameis. I think he could beat out Gardner Minshew if he got the opportunity. One I don't want- I don't, want, I don't want him being sent there just for the organization alone. I mean, it feels like it's the next Tampa Bay Bucks coming up. I mean, you letting go of all this talent. And 
they're just I don't know what it is about that organization. Organization. <laughs> but I do. I mean, that's the best chance he would be a starter for sure. Yeah, but another interesting opportunity that I think uh, Jameis could possibly excel in is the New Orleans Saints. Um, I've heard some some things where uh, they would want to sign Jameis as Drew Brees' backup. Brees could potentially retire after the 2020-21 season, and then Jameis would take over for the Saints as a starting quarterback moving forward. I think that would be perfect because he'd learn under one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Um, the Saints have a very diverse offensive system, and I think it would fit Jameis well. I mean, a partnership with Sean Payton, who's one of the, the greatest offensive masterminds in the game, could really only benefit him. The only issue is New Orleans has, as we sit right now, they have $9.6 million in cap space remaining. And they've got yeah, to use some of that have to take, picks. Yeah, he'd have to take a, a discount for sure. But let's say he signed a one-year deal with, I, I don't know, with the goal in mind to take over for Drew Brees after this upcoming season. And the Saints, the Saints agree to that, and then next year they give him the money. It's certainly possible. I just, I, I don't know. They'd have to, they'd have to free up some money somewhere because Jameis isn't going to take three million dollars. There's no way, and he shouldn't. This is coming from the '96 nine the game, and they tweeted, but this was talked about from Zach on the mic. He's calling Jameis Winston a bust. What do you guys have to say about that? He said his legacy in Tampa Bay should be described in one word. Bust. Do you, you have anything you want to say about that, Dustin, real quick? I don't know. I mean, I, I just think it's tough to – he definitely – I would say he definitely hasn't lived up to the expectations. You said of a, something a lot. Pick. You said something a lot different whenever I brought this up to you in the meeting before we started recording. Well, some stuff I say off air can't be said on air. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Jameis, he definitely hasn't lived up to the expectations of a number one pick, but I wouldn't call him a bust by any means. I mean, there's a guy who just threw for 5,000 yards and 33 touchdowns along with the 30 picks. But I mean, you have to remember he had the LASIK surgery, which we think will help him in, in some capacities. He had a torn meniscus for the last half of the season and he also broke his thumb in game nine or game 10. So this was a guy that was playing really injured down the stretch. And I think some of that led to the turnovers as well. And we've also, I think in previous episodes, talked about how complex Bruce Arians offense really is and how it's always the second year where the quarterback really starts to excel in that difficult system. So, and Jameis isn't going to get that second year. And before that, I mean, look at the coaches he played for, man. He played for Lovey Smith. Dirk, Dirk Cutter, who I couldn't even remember his name when we got on the podcast. He played for some <laughs> trash coaches. I've already said it. He's never had an offensive line in Tampa Bay. He's never had a running game in Tampa Bay. And he never had a defense until this year. So, I mean, you can't throw the franchise on the back of one of the youngest guys coming to, into the NFL in 2015 and expect everything to be all right after five years. I mean, you did you did absolutely nothing for the guy. And then you throw him under the bus on the way out. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's as much of a bust as it was wasted because he's clearly got the talent. He's The tools have always been there. The fit, he's got the arm strength. He can read a defense even if he throws 30 interceptions. He can actually see now. He's. I think he just needs a better situation around him. Like Dustin said, better coaches, better offensive line, just not bottom-grade talent and staff across, across the line, and he would have been fine. But when you keep giving him Ronald Jones and – O.J. Howard and all these kind of players, yeah, no quarterback's going to do much. Yeah, when Mike Evans is out, which is probably about eight games out of the season as usual, uh, I don't know who's playing wide receiver out there. I have no clue. Uh, don't know if they're coming from Trinity Christian Community College, uh, if they're coming from Boca Third League Community. They're like the Canadian Football League. Yeah, I don't know who, I mean, who's, still who he has Wilson. around him. You've got guys like Brashad Perryman, Scotty Miller, and Justin Watson, Ismail Hyman, and Cyril Grayson that all that all caught passes this season from Jameis. Can you – I mean, the only one that, that you would know off the top of your head is probably Brashad Perryman, who 
is a bust. <laughs> and he was Tampa, he was Tampa Bay's third receiver this year. Well, at least they just signed him, right? They signed him, extended him, right? Yesterday, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to Tampa Bay anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. It's over. I think also the Bucks really was hoping once Jameis Winston came in right away after he was drafted that he was just going to save the whole organization by himself. Didn't really build like we were talking about earlier. Didn't really build uh, offense that well around him. Definitely not to protect him. Already already having a terrible offensive line. They thought that he was just going to come in and save it all. That wasn't the case at Florida State. He had uh, another 10, 10 NFL talent guys around him. It just wasn't him. I know there was plays and all that kind of jazz. He obviously was a big force in Florida State's 2013 uh, season and also – 2014, but Florida State as a whole in that offense, and Jameis Winston had a lot of NFL talent around him. It wasn't just him. Uh, so the Bucks obviously thought he was going to save it all coming in immediately. That wasn't the case, and that just goes to show you. And, and they still couldn't – the sad thing is they just couldn't do it year after year after year. Still drafting 500-pound defensive linemen that have, I think has only played about four or about eight games or so uh, with Vita Vey. He missed out on Derwin James. He missed out on Dalvin Cook. It's just a, just an, just an embarrassment. I don't of, think an organization. that selected, I don't think they selected one one offensive lineman or one offensive skill player in the first round since Jameis has been drafted. Maybe even in the first or second round. Yeah. I mean, he had Brown Jones last year. Was he third round? I'm pretty sure he was second. Well, he's trash. Can anyone he name is, where he went to college? USC, right? USC. Yeah, he was good uh, at USC, but he played behind the Bucks' offensive line. <laughs> See, Ronald Jones was his second-round pick in 2018. Last year was all defense. Are we counting OJ Howard a skill guy? I take it back. Maybe Godwin was a first-round guy or a second-round guy. He was third. I'm looking at it now. Well, OJ Howard doesn't count because he's literally a garbage can. Yeah. So since Jameis was drafted, that same draft he had Donovan Smith and Ali Marpet in the second round. They suck. Marpet's, Marpet's decent. Good. Smith yeah, Mar- is literally the worst left tackle in the league. I could play yeah. better than him. <laughs> in, in 2016, this is a heck of a first two rounds. Vernon Hargraves, Noah Spence, Roberto Aguayo. Oh, God. <laughs> 2017, you had O.J. Howard, then safety Justin Evans, who's not great. I don't think. Play. I don't even. I don't think. I don't even think he played last year. He had like a toe injury or something. Pussy. And then in 2018, you had <laughs> 2018, you had Vita Vea, Ronald Jones, who sucks. Then two cornerbacks, M.J. Stewart and Carlton Davis, who suck. Twenty of these names. 2019, you had Devin White, who I think was hurt a little bit this year. Yeah, he and was then, good, but he, which, he looked pretty good. He's a and good then the, draft. And then another cornerback, Sean murphy Bunting. It feels like they were so focused he's on getting so this defense good. fixed, but they didn't give a damn about Jameis Winston and went to show that he freaking tears his meniscus uh, and also shatters his thumb. Threw uh, a freaking ward war back there. I'm so glad. I'm, but the thing about it for me, though, I'm – I'm so glad he's getting away from Tampa Bay. I'm I wanted him out of there two years ago. I just knew this after not drafting good talent, putting protection around him. I was like, they're they're gonna kill him. They could end his career. So I'm glad that Tampa Bay Bucks let are gonna let him go. Let Tom Brady end his career down there, and probably about four games when he gets sacked <laughs> 18 Definitely times. End his career for sure. Yeah. In, in totality, in case you're wondering. The Bucks have drafted seven offensive players since the 2015 draft, or after the James Winston draft. Two of them, or yeah, one of them was a fullback, and they drafted two kickers. Yeah, and I also want to say, yeah. with no running game and no offensive line, Tom Brady is going to have to throw the ball a ton, and he only threw for over 300 yards one time in his last 11 games in 2019, and it took 47 attempts. Mm, yeah, and most of his throws, if no one watched the Patriots games. I've watched more than they have to, sadly, because I'm in the AFC. But uh, they're about five-yard throws. Nothing too special about it. So he's going to have to actually throw the ball. I don't know who tweeted something about him. The reporter tweeted about him having a, a one of the, a top five arm in the league. Are you on drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Maybe six or seven years ago. Yeah, no, no, sir. Please go back and look at what uh, what he was doing last year in that offense in New England. They're just dink and dunks. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, he was trash the last nine or ten games of the year, including the playoffs. And just, just he, had, he actually had, I mean, he had a decent offensive line and a, a couple of uh, talented backs in New England. I don't think his his wide receivers, I mean, his tight ends, it's not going to get much better in Tampa Bay regardless. He didn't, he didn't really have any tight ends in New England a season ago. Outside of Edelman, he didn't really have much of a consistent target targets to throw to. So I, I don't know. He's going to get killed. <laughs> well, we'll keep an eye. We'll most likely probably do try to record an instant reaction to wherever Jameis Winston is going to go. I'm sure we can spend a couple minutes doing that. So whenever that news comes out, I'm sure it'll be hopefully in the next couple of days. Uh, he will most likely have to compete for a starting job somewhere. Let's get into some questions here from you guys on Twitter. Austin dropped some down from his tweet a little while ago. Our first question is going to come from at Moz994 asks, basketball recruiting update slash are Patrick Williams and Devin Vassell gone? So first one, any basketball recruiting updates? Not really because they can only text and call with recruiting right now. They can't set up visits. They can't go visit recruits. Um, a lot of high school games got canceled because of the coronavirus. So evaluating evaluating stuff. I think most of the recruiting we're going to see the next couple of weeks is going to be transfers because a lot of players are entering the transfer portal right now, like Trey McGowan's from Pitt. He just entered. There's a couple of players from Florida in the transfer portal right now. Um, so I think that's where, if we see any recruiting, I think that's where it's going to come from. There's a couple 2021 freshmen that are probably going to reclassify to 2020 that Florida State's going after, but I don't know if they'll end up being – I don't know if Florida State will be their number one option. Um, those guys are Musa Chise. I think he's going to end up reclassifying. And Jonathan Kuminga, the number one player for 2021. I think they're saying he might reclassify as well. As far as Williams and Vassell, before the season ended the way it did, I would have said they were both 99.9% likely gone. Now I think it's like 95.5 for Williams because he's always just wanted to go get in the league. Whereas Vassell, I don't know. Vassell's really up in the air right now. I'd say it's closer to about 65-35 him being gone. Like Austin said, not a lot to, to update recruiting-wise. Obviously, Scotty Barnes and Sardar Calhoun are in the fold for next season. They, they've already signed their letters of intent, and they will be on the Seminoles roster, I guess, this summer or so, whenever they enroll. Um, the big news to watch out for, like Austin also mentioned, is transfers. Florida State is definitely going to be looking to add a graduate transfer or a transfer big to add to the rotation and also, like you said, Austin, I think Patrick Williams is probably going to be gone to the NBA. And at this point, it wouldn't surprise me to see Devin Vassell return to Tallahassee, but he's just got to see what his stock is before he makes that kind of decision. Because if he's a potential lottery pick, I think he should just go ahead and probably go to the NBA. Which I agree with. And it's important to note Florida State's going to have somewhere between one and three open spots. Because you've got one from Nahima Cloud being whatever his situation is. I'm not expecting him back, and I don't. I'm not going to speak for the staff that they think he's going to be back because I have no idea what they're thinking. Then you have two with Vassell and Williams that could open up some spots, and there's always potential someone transfers out. Um, there, ha- there hasn't been anyone entering the portal yet, and I doubt there will be, but there's always potential for it. Do you think maybe and- Raekwon Evans or, or Wyatt Wilkes decide to transfer? I think Evans is pretty happy with his role. Um Wilkes, I don't know. Before the season, maybe, but he actually got some playing time. He had some big games, like the Notre Dame game. Yeah. Um, so he can either he can view it as this is what I can do consistently. I need to go play where I can get more minutes, or he can see this as I can contribute to this team. Knowing what, I think he's going to stay, but uh, we'll see. Next question is going to come from Gr Null fifteen. Fantasy non-conference matchups for basketball next season? So you've always got Florida. That'll be at home. But then you've got some big games. You've got the 
you've got the Big Ten matchup. You've got the Charleston Classic, which I forget the teams there off the top of my head. But as far as the Big Ten matchup, I'd love to get Ohio State at home or Michigan. One of those two. Um, obviously, Michigan get revenge for the Elite Eight loss two years ago. Even though if all the te- <clears throat> even though all the teams that'll be or all the players that'll be there didn't play in that game, like Turk, uh, Wyatt. Some some guys like that, and then for the Charleston Classic, you've got Houston, yeah. Oklahoma State, yeah. Penn State, Seton Hall, Tennessee, and VCU. Um, so and Seton Hall, Charleston. I skipped them for a reason. <laughs> um, Seton Hall is a great program. That's going to be a great game if we end up playing them. Penn State had their best season this year in like fifty years. Um, so that, there's not going to be much more non-conference games going on. Obviously, I'd love to see us play like a. Like in Kentucky, just to go up against one of the the blue bloods in college basketball, or just or if we played Kansas to see Coach Ham go against one of his former students with um, Bill Self, I think that'd be really interesting. But um, Florida, Florida State's already got a tough non-conference schedule as it is. Like you said, Austin, um, I think Florida State versus Ohio State in the Tuck would be a really good matchup, especially with. CJ Walker kind of returning home. I think the fans would, you know, really be happy to see him once again. And then in that in that Charleston Classic, Florida State versus um, Seton Hall. I mean, man, that could be another kind of revenge matchup. I think Ike Obiagu, if he doesn't transfer again, he'll be a, a senior next year for Seton Hall. So I'd be excited to see Florida State get some revenge on that front because I know that was a player – that we all really wanted to see stay in Garnet and Gold. And, um, yeah, outside of that, maybe maybe Tennessee, maybe Oklahoma State, because they're always a pretty solid uh, basketball program. And maybe Penn State, if, if they continue their hot start from this year into next year. So there should be some exciting games, potentially, for, for Florida State fans in the non-conference schedule. And then especially in the conference schedule, I think the ACC will definitely rebound next season. Yeah, because North Carolina is actually be back where they're supposed to be because they've got a really great balanced recruiting class coming. It's not just Cole Anthony and a whole bunch of other guys. Um, they've got a good class coming in. Duke's always going to be great. Louisville's going to look a lot different next year. I don't know if they'll be as good as this year, but I don't know. We'll see. But, the, yeah, the ACC should be a lot better the next year. Our last and final question comes from at FSU Garnet Gold. says, starting five for basketball next season. It obviously depends on Vassell and Williams. I'm going to say they're both gone for this, and starting five would be Scotty Barnes, MJ Walker, Sarder Calhoun, Raekwon Gray, and Malik Osborne, depending on what they do with the graduate transfer situation. Yep, I mean, I pretty I pretty much agree with that. I've got Scotty Barnes, MJ Walker, Anthony Polite, or Sarder Calhoun, Raekwon Gray, and then Malik Osborne or Balsa Copervico. And, and then if uh, if Devin Vassell was to come back, I'd obviously have Scotty Barnes, MJ Walker, and Vassell as the three-guard lineup. I'd almost be interested to see if, like, if Vassell came back, do you run Barnes at the four, but still have him be your primary playmaker, obviously, and just go polite, or start your three guards, be Walker, polite, Vassell, or Calhoun, Walker, Vassell. And have Barnes at the four and Osborne at the five. I think that'd be crazy. But it, it depends on what happens with Vassell and Williams coming back or not. Oh, well, well. I think that will do it for the end <laughs> of the Q&A there. <laughs> if I could find the unmute button, that would really help my situation. But you ready, you ready to get into some FSU here, the Spear Trivia, guys. I know you guys have been looking forward to it all week. You told me and texted me that you weren't sleeping well because you were too excited about it. Do we do trivia first or bad dad jokes first? Bad dad jokes at the end so people can get a good laugh before they have to get back on their phones and start thinking about coronavirus. <laughs> we're here to bring happy and laughs to people during this hard time. Right? For sure. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Dustin talking just does it for at least one of our five-star review people. (laughs) I've got a very pleasant voice. 
I don't know. Does, does your girlfriend tell you that or something? Or your mom? All types of people tell me that. Um, does Austin tell you that? Yeah, I just have a, a very acoustic vibe. I think it just, you know, just pops out the throat. Alrighty, let's move on here to <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some trivia. So we're gonna go off some generic stuff this week, gentlemen. We're gonna go off of I'm not even gonna tell you because I feel like Austin looks this up, and we're gonna you're only gonna have five seconds now, not ten seconds. You think I look it up? What? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's wow, actually that's I told you that you have to turn on your camera this week. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i trust austin i don't know i mean it might be austin though that you're just beating the living shit out of dustin in these that's but. exactly what it is what okay. are we at four two i think it's that's no way I, I was up three one i think it's five three i think it's either yeah it's either five, five three. three or six three i think it's five three yeah i think it's five, five three. three sounds more fair <laughs> and video. Oh, all right, we have video now. Austin, is, Austin is on video. Let's keep your hands to yourself. I want to see your hands in a right hands there. Up. Hands up in my lap. Yes, keep them right there. Don't put them anywhere else. <laughs> all right, so you all right, Dustin? Yeah, ask your damn trivia. All right, here we go. First question, gentlemen, on this beautiful Saturday. What year was Doak first built? Doak Campbell Stadium. And what year was Doak Campbell? And I'm gonna give you th- I'm gonna give you guys a multiple choice. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dustin usually does better with those. Nineteen forty eight. Nineteen fifty or nineteen. 19- 55. Five seconds, gentlemen. Well, you're. I was going to say 1947. And then That's that exactly wasn't, what I was going to say. That I was wasn't going to say 47. 47 sounds. So I'll say 48. I'll say 50. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm never doing that again, by the way. Dustin oh, Lewis oh, is our God. winner. It's funny how that works. Austin gets on video. And he loses. Dustin. The last four weeks were basketball questions. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I cheated this time. <laughs> Dustin took a really good guess. I think Dustin gets his wins off of guests. He guesses. does. <laughs> the, like, we both thought 47 at first because I thought it was either 46 or 47. So yeah. Like 48. That's all right. That's all right, gentlemen. It's okay. Dustin, just like the XFL that we probably won't ever see again, I'm coming to you for an interview right away after getting your win. Uh, what what do you have to say about that? It's good to be back. I mean, we've been on a losing streak the the last couple ep- episodes. Um, told my guys in the locker room, I was like, look, we just got to respond to adversity, and and we did that today. We stood up to the challenge. How many do you have people in your locker room, huh? Yeah, I've got a whole team. They prepare okay. me. For, they prepare me for this every week. Obviously, I haven't been prepared lately, but sound I'm like back on my grind. Yeah, you sound like the Bucks not being prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well the bucks suck so <laughs> that is true that is true but i'm glad dustin you all right things gonna be I, all right i'm good i i'm i'm satisfied knowing the only way dustin can win is with multiple choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Facts. so good about this what i like about this though this is a very good uh competition guys uh you are staying tight we have a long ways to go until december uh 31st so I'm excited. I'm should so confident. A, should we do a New Year's Eve podcast and get on here at like 11 and record for an hour? <laughs> that is nine months away. So I was about to say, it's like, man, it's really early to make a plan for that. Well, I was we hoping that you we would say hell no. can't be playing podcasts a day in advance. I would hope y'all would have better plans to be able. I hope you would just be able to tell me, hell no, I have better plans. Austin might have a. You might have a date. Huh. You're being funny today. Dustin you can go out to restaurants by then. I mean, we'll have to see. What'd you say? I said if you can actually go out to restaurants by then. Might not be able to take his date anywhere. Oh, yeah. Might be screwed. That sucks right now, Austin. You can't, like, 
talk to these chicks and hang out with them. You don't know if they have their owner or not. Yeah, no. It's disappointing. Dustin might be married or <laughs> might be engaged by December 31st, 2020. <laughs> For some reason, I doubt it. <laughs> Oh, man, you ready for our dad joke section to end off the podcast? Sweet. Sounds Are you like asking us? Or? No, I'm asking my Whataburger cup here. What do you think? Figure you're talking to the viewers. I don't know. All right, first of all, <clears throat> Dustin, you're agitating me every time you say that. This is a podcast. You can only listen. You can't see. Say so that we're not getting views, we're getting lessons. All right, douchebag. <laughs> um, uh, all right, you guys ready? Anybody want to go first? Not in particular. If you want to, if you want to lead us off, Logan. Okay, I'll start us off. We're gonna both have two each. How about that, guys? All right, so I'll go first. Uh, how do you make holy water, Dustin? Um, you like poke it with a toothpick? No, you boil the hell out of it. Damn, thought I was right. <laughs> no, absolutely wrong. Come on, that was funny. Mm. I don't know about that one, Chief. Come on. Come on, buddy. Dustin, save us. Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying to find one. Sounds like it, someone's about to kill Dustin from behind of a freaking door. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. What do houses eat when their breath stinks? Wait, say that again. Who? What do houses eat when their breath stinks? Apartments. 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 Um, I'm trying to understand that one again. Say it. Wait, say it again. What do houses eat when their breath stinks? Apartments. Oh. Golly. Men- mints at the end. Um, uh, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> stop even giving a reaction to that one. I mean, it was better than yours. Yours are always the worst. I don't know why. What? All right, go ahead, Dustin. If a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? I feel like I've said that one. Oh. Say it again? Nah. If it wasn't here, I said it to someone else, but I I feel like I said that one. It's it's on my list of jokes. That's, That's probably from your Tinder chat from last night, Austin. Mm-hmm. You think oh. I get matches? I, yeah. ordered, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Oh, no. We're on the same side, Dustin. <laughs> Are you on athlonsports.com slash dad jokes? No, I'm on boardpanda.com. <laughs> We're not on the same side. <laughs> um, One more, right? Yeah. Uh, here we go. What is the least spoken language in the world? Do, do y'all know? The least spoken language in the world. Um, Latin, because it's dead? No. Close. Close. Uh, Egyptian. Egyptian. <laughs> no. Sign language. Ah, it's not even much of a joke. It's just a fact. Yeah, it's not really a joke. So that that could have been good for a fun fact about a month and a half ago. Yeah, but that that I thought that was pretty. That was full of humor, in my opinion. Hmm. If you're cold, <laughs> if you're cold, where's the warmest place in a house to go? Um. Well, the bathroom, duh. What? No, outside. If you're in the house, oh. no, a corner. They're usually ninety degrees. <laughs> oh my god! 
Oh, man. <laughs> that one is bad. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. All right, right, Dustin. You get the grand finale of them all. Good I got hit topping that. I got hit in the head with a can of Diet Coke today. Don't worry. I'm not hurt. It was a soft drink. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. That's terrible, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one last one in it off. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? It got stuck in the crack. <laughs> Are you clapping for yourself? Yeah, I didn't clap. Yeah, that was Dustin <laughs> clapping. No, it wasn't, dude. <laughs> yes, it was. Anyways, I think we should end off this podcast. Uh, hopefully, we were able to entertain you guys as much as we can. I uh, hope everybody's staying safe. hope you're not like those spring breakers and dorks that are uh, out there around those. I, I don't know. I can say a lot more things. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't pick your boogers. Don't bite your fingernails. Um, don't touch your eyes. Dustin says, don't touch your eyes. Do you have any suggestions, Austin, for people being safe and not catching this virus. Don't lick your fingers. Yeah, don't lick your fingers. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Make sure you wash your whole hand, not just your palms. Oh, that's a trick. (laughs) Okay. Um, Uh, Keep your hands to yourself, too, Dustin. Stay away from people. (laughs) Stay away from me. (laughs) We will most certainly stay away from you. I think me and Austin... I've we'll got make no sure choice. To, yeah, <laughs> eight hours away. We're all we're about forty-eight hours away from just staying in our house all the time. So maybe we should record these more often. I think we might actually start doing maybe some live streams on these things. I think Dustin, tell the fans about what you're going to be doing soon. Yeah, so we've got the the No Game Day Twitch channel finally set up at Twitch.tv/slash No Game Day. Um, last couple of days, I've just been kind of having an idea of uh, creating a dynasty with Florida State on NCAA 14 with the updated 2020-21 rosters, which that's what I've been updating for probably the last two or three days or so. So finally got everything together, and <clears throat> yeah, I think we're we're either going to do the stream later tonight, which is Saturday, or definitely tomorrow on Sunday for the first time. I think it should be pretty cool. Yeah, so we might be introducing podcasts, live recordings on here, maybe have guests coming through. So that's something that we'll probably try to start utilizing the Twitch channel a little bit more. We also, our our creative team is coming out with a giveaway coming next week. So we're trying to get a lot of content out for you guys. So you guys stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Noel Game Day, Twitter at The Noel Game Day. You can get us on Facebook to Noel Game Day. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at Hear the Spear. As always, you can listen to podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play. YouTube, hit that subscribe button on all of those platforms. Leave a five-star review, and we might, uh, we will actually shout out, shout you out on the next podcast. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Everybody, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys very soon. Deuces. Stop clapping. I'm not clapping. What was that at the end? I hit my fist. Like I went like deuces. I hit my fist in my palm. Deuces. Well, don't do that. Not listening to you.